0: Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. And today you guys are Absolutely, gonna love not only the guest on today because she has so much incredible energy, but the product and like what they've done and where they've come from in just five or six years is just awesome. And it's gonna get you so enthused and excited to go and do something similar. We're in the world of bugs. (laughs) Yep, I said bugs. Um, or the elimination of them and um, and everything around that. And on the podcast today is Kelly Higney. She's the founder and CEO of Bug Bite Thing. Kelly, it's so great having you on the podcast. It's such a
1: pleasure. Thank you so much for having me
0: on. I love it. I was so excited to meet you, first of all. Um, and I had, uh, just as I say on lots of my podcasts, but I love doing research on like the founders and their company and their product. And this is like, so cool and unique, and I know you've heard that a thousand times from people um, when they <laughs> when they see it and hear all about it. But uh, for those listening, we're going to dive into Kelly and her um, business today. Uh, we're going to talk about how she got to this place of being a founder um, and and in this industry at all, um, which you guys are going to love. And then we're going to jump into the product, of course, and work our way down our funnel, to um, some great lessons learned that Kelly has to share with you. So you're going to love this one. So Kelly, let's start with this. So (laughs) what, five or six Mm -hmm. years ago, this didn't even, bug bite thing didn't exist for you. And I I think you were in a different stage of life. So share with us your story.
1: Sure. So a little background on me. um, I grew up in in San Diego, California. I literally grew up in an office. I always joke to friends and family. Um, It's in my blood. I come from (laughs) a long line of entrepreneurs, wow. my mother, my grandmother, both are entrepreneurs. So I, I used to eat dinner in the lunchroom. So I, I'm very, um, this is very much a part of, of, of my blood. Wow. Um, and, uh, long story, we were in San Diego and my husband got the unique opportunity to, he received a job offer in Florida. And at the time I was working for our family um, owned business, which was for my mother um, but I was able to work remote. Got it. Um, but my mother happened to live in Florida, so we decided to make the the trek from San Diego to South Florida to start our new lives. Of course. Um, we had a, a young daughter, she was just six months at the time, and when we moved here, something obviously we never thought about was the mosquitoes. <laughs> and anybody that lives in <laughs> right. Florida yep. understands how horrendous the mosquitoes in Florida are they're they're the size of your palm in some areas yes. anyway one thing i didn't realize was how um severe of a reaction we we were getting from these mosquito bites so sure. i couldn't even take my daughter outside we would go outside and you know we'd be out there for 5 minutes and we would get eaten alive and one bite would turn into a golf ball sized welt and <laughs> That started my entire journey with trying to figure out something that would work for her. And she was six months at the time. So all of the topical creams I was rubbing on her, I was terrified because there were chemicals in them. She was ingesting them. You know, she was a baby. Sure. Um, And so I started doing some um, research how other countries were combating insect bites. And I came across a little known tool that used suction to remove the irritant. And I thought, yeah, there's no way this is going to work. It right. would be everywhere by would now. thought? Exactly. <laughs> Something so simple, right? But I ordered one in, and I tried it, and I was just in complete shock. You know, we had tried everything. I'm talking. Home remedies from rubbing dryer sheets <laughs> right. on bites to, oh you know, every topical cream. Um, I, I, I I couldn't handle the chemicals. It was really um, a huge problem. Sure. And this little pool just took away all the itching, all the pain, completely prevented the giant blister welt in a matter of um, 15 seconds. Wow. Um, and I was in complete shock and I was confused on why this product was not available um, because I knew there were a lot of other people suffering. So that's kind of what started this. Wow. Yeah. You know, it, it really came from a personal experience.
0: I love that. And isn't that so? I mean, I've had a lot of entrepreneurs listening are like, yeah, you know, that's why I started my business because of a personal experience or a gap or an opportunity. And, you know, when I saw the um, videos of your product, I, I grew up as a, in Florida, by the way, in Tampa, and uh, I was a Boy yeah. Scout. And in, in Boy Scouting, we used to have like these snake bite kits, and it's kind of like that. Yep. It looks a little bit like that, how yep. it, the suction works.
1: Yep, yep. It's the same premise. So, the the you know, with our product, um, it works great for insects that leave the irritant just under the surface of the skin. So nothing that goes deep into the Got tissue it. like a snake bite or anything sure. of that nature. Um, but mosquitoes, bees, wasps, ants. Um, you know, and other biting insects were getting a lot of feedback from the effectiveness with even insects we didn't think that I it would work it.
0: on. It's so cool. Um,
1: so yeah.
0: Well, okay. So um, again, doing my research, it, uh, 2016 bug bite thing was founded by you and your mom, Ellen. Yeah. And I love that. So how did you go from, gosh, I'm really annoyed about getting mosquito bites. Hey, I bought this thing and it works to hey, I'm gonna build a business around it. You know what I mean? Like it's one thing to find a product <laughs> yeah. that works for you, but how did you trans how did you make that transition?
1: Yeah. So essentially I at the time when this was all happening, I was working for my family owned company. Sure. So yep, I, I had the flexibility to to, you know, make shift some hours where I could work on some bug biting stuff during part of the day, some some stuff with my mom's company part of the day, I had flexibility, which was a huge part of this. And I started small. I, I literally started in my own backyard. Um, wow. I, I was still working full-time for, for my mom um, when I started doing this. And I started selling these at bake sales. You know, I, we, I, uh, my first bug bite thing website mock-up draft was created by me through Shopify account. Everything started out very slow. Um, I just started grassroots in my own backyard. um, And then I started, it started picking up. I would sell them at bake sales and then I would start getting tracked down in the parking lot saying, Hey, I need a bug bite thing. And um, it started spreading by word of mouth. And it got to the point where my husband and myself were, were, this was the crossroads that I feel every entrepreneur <laughs> right. goes through. Sure. We, we didn't know we were at that awkward stage where we knew we were onto something. I had the demand. I was listening to the consumer feedback. Um, I was using the product on a daily basis. I was using my daughter on a daily basis. All of, you know, my friends and family were starting to, you know, ask to use it or where can of I course. get one? And so I knew I had something and, wow. um, with the encouragement of my mom, she said, "Go for it." And wow. I, in order for us to do that, we had my husband and I ha- didn't feel confident in paying our mortgage, so we sold our house. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, I mean, you got to free up we cash flow, right? I rental. mean,
0: you got to find cash uh, flow, we right? Were,
1: we, we decided we were going to go all in. I quit. Well, I, I quit it. working for my family-owned company. Wow! I sold my house. We moved into a rental. Um, And I was going to try to do this obviously full time, but I was, I started out because I was a stay at home mom with my second daughter at the time um, when I went full, you know, forced into bug bite thing. And that transition from the month we moved into the rental from when I started really pushing it full time is when it started to really take off.
0: And how did you, um, how did you start to see mm -hmm. that? Like what were the, what was the evidence that it was starting to take off?
1: I'll never forget it. So it, there's a very specific milestone that happened. I love it. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, so I had, because I didn't know anything about social, uh, digital marketing, right? Social sure. media marketing, yeah. Facebook marketing. So I started taking some Udemy classes. Yeah, of um, course. I'm self-taught. And I I started out with a very small ad spend budget of like $10 a day. And I just kept putting money in and seeing results. Um, I started using just apps online like Canva and some other sure, editing apps to create content. I, I mean, I did this all myself, grassroots from the beginning. And wow. um, it was Mother's Day weekend. And I, I was doing marketing and somebody had saw one of my ads and um, they posted it in a mom's group, a local mom's group. And a reporter Saw that, and she contacted me through social media and asked to come do a story. Mm. And she drove out to my house. And at the time, I had my whole little operation set up. I had packing tables in my <laughs> right, kitchen, in the house,
0: because um, I <laughs> yep. did,
1: I was in a rental. I was still wow. in a rental house, and I was just I didn't have anything. And um, so she did a whole interview, and it aired Mother's Day weekend, and it got syndicated to like.
0: Ten everywhere.
1: different news stations. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it just started getting picked up everywhere. And my inventory that we had invested in right. for the entire season had sold out in a week. <laughs> and that's the first <laughs> so funny. case. And that was just last me all season. And that was the first case of the power of PR and publicity of what a, a winning product can do in the right hand. Yeah. And that was a huge learning curve for me. Um, that yeah. was kind of the turning point on me recognizing I, you know, I was onto something maybe bigger than I had originally
0: thought. It's so, so. key. I, I totally agree. And without that interview, it's not that you wouldn't have it wouldn't have taken off, but it would have taken longer. And it's it's really fascinating the power of publicity um especially in the right channels is unbelievable like you mentioned um and especially where you're you're sourcing products you can't just call up and get another right. thousand units by next week right i'm guessing there's lead time which we'll dive into in a minute and this is something that yes. is a major challenge because it's no, this whole product, tension
1: you have to be prepared because when we that, so when we sold out right i wasn't prepared for selling <laughs> right. out that created a demand and then now every you know, then you got frustrated customers because I can't get totally. cars that
0: quick. So right, and you it, guys that, are like, but, ah, we want to make the money and we're missing out. Yeah, right. I totally get yeah, it.
1: Yeah, well, um, it's just it's a it's a juggling act. But yeah. even so, at the level we're at now, I mean, it's still with the growth and everything happening, which I'm sure we'll do, you know dive into. Yes. It's just it's a juggling act, even yeah. on a small scale to a large scale. I think there's any, always learning totally. when you're when you're running a business you yeah. know it's always learning
0: and these are this is a challenge this is like challenge number you know 101 for a small consumer goods company or products company where you know for those listening if if you haven't played in the space you know it costs money to buy inventory let's just say we're buying a thousand units right. and you may not know if anyone's going to buy those thousand units or if right. you have enough You a thousand units may not be enough maybe you need 10,000 but there's money tied up and especially if you start selling through retail you're tied up and waiting for them to pay you so anyway it's a whole Okay. So and packaging you, wow. materials, and oh, you know question, everything yeah.
1: else too. You have to you have to account for all that. So and then you know throw COVID in the mix.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> and get everything
1: get, complicates things even more. But okay, again, so
0: you you that's had this topic. you, you had this uh, yeah it, you had this amazing uh, publicity you sell out. So but even before then, were you already packaging it with your own branding and all, or how did you get? How did you get the product to a place where it was no longer just the product that you bought on or from the person? You know what I mean. Like, how did you get it to there?
1: Yep. So first version bug bite thing packaging. We'll start with that. (laughs) Was a literal, literally a little bubble. uh, Think of like what you wrap fragile things in shipping. So it was just a clear bubble mailer with a bug bite thing in it, and it was a printed. Instructional sheet with three <laughs> super, like, super amateur on my home printer.
0: So you guys, you can start with that. <laughs> That's so amazing, with,
1: and they were rubber band together.
0: Oh my god! So, but yeah. people loved it. Nobody yeah. cared because oh, yeah. it was like real. You Nobody know what I mean? Cared.
1: It was real. It so was totally funny. real, and we've been able to progress. And our customers, because you know, we get a lot of people that reorder our product. Of course, because they come back and keep one in every location. Um, they all, you know, they love the story. They love the progression because it's it's real. It's right. true. You know, totally. I, it was me just doing this out of my house. You know, just three years ago. Wow, it's, um, it's crazy. It's been incredible. You okay. know we've been able to accomplish
0: when did you have to start bringing on additional help and or moving out of the house was there a point where like that was no longer working do you know what i mean and and we'll get to shark Tank in yeah. a moment but I wanted just to talk to the in terms of as you were developing and growing did you have to bring on additional in- people to help or like what did that look like yeah so i'll
1: I'll kind of I'll kind of just pick up where I left off so essentially Mother's Day weekend hit um <laughs> we got slammed yeah. um so I started putting out just local, uh, like in local, uh, I was in a small town in Loxa. it was Loxahachie when we, when we first launched Bug Bite thing. And it's um, just a really small, tight knit community. And I just put out ads like, Hey, I need help packing orders. And so we ended up, um, you know, starting literally again in our own backyard with, with, teams. Sure. Um, so they were all coming to my rental house, packing in my, I had no privacy. Everybody was in my house all day. And it. we didn't, it, that lasted, we were in that, temp, we were in that rental for maybe five months before we realized we needed to get out and get into a bigger facility. Um, we knew we had more products coming in. So we ended up purchasing a house, thinking we could convert this really large garage <laughs> right. into a, um, facility, a pick pack little station and have people. So then I could get people out of my house. Right. <laughs> so we purchased a home, Right. Um, moved into there. This is all within two years. Okay. Wow. Like it's ridiculous. We moved into there crazy. and then I started ramping up because I was getting really comfortable with, I was, again, I'm still self-taught, right? So right. I'm ramping up with the social media marketing and really throwing all the ad spend money I was recouping back into you know marketing right, and building this and at that point i caught the attention of um a producer at shark tank and <laughs> dun, dun, they emailed dun.
0: me okay so yeah, yeah so, so let's the everyone... power
1: of being self-taught <laughs> is real because totally. i caught the attention of a producer somehow and you know it's, i'm self-taught i'm it, so it happened. They reached out. They um, loved the product. They encouraged us to audition. We had to go through the same process as everybody else. Yep,
0: submitting the video. Um, well, actually, real but, quick, hold on. So, not everyone knows yep. that process. So, give the quick thirty second overview of what you know, what it means to audition for Shark Tank.
1: Sure, it's just it's very um, extensive. There's a lot of back and forth. There's a totally. lot of video recordings. There's a lot of you know breaking apart your business and and you know just there's just, it's, it's, it's a lot. And I can tell you this much, the preparation from an entrepreneur standpoint is outrageous. It's another full-time job, (laughs) Um, you know, and when this was all happening for us, you know, I was in the heart of season. So I'm at my house, I've got people in my house, this this business is taking off. Now we're, you know, entertaining the idea of going on Shark Tank, (laughs) which is terrifying in itself Uh, because, you know, you have to remember, a year prior to that, I was in a rental thinking this was going to be a, you know, slow part-time Right, a little side
0: business. <laughs> right.
1: And it just kind of, it, you know, I it just kept going. And um, wow. so, so we got through. Um, we were able to go on Shark Tank. We made it through. We pitched. We were super, I felt so relieved, but we're super thankful. We received offers from all the sharks we received um, Lori's golden ticket, which she only gives out once a year. Um, Wow.
0: That's okay. Explain what that is for everyone that doesn't watch Shark Tank.
1: It's just a promise for a hands-on relationship and, you know, just to, to really showcase the product she's really interested in for the year that, you know, she, she has a strong opinion about that she wants to be a part of. So, yeah. So that was incredible. Um, and you know, she's been phenomenal. Um, she's, you know helping us hit our milestones as an organization and, and get to those next levels as well. So
0: So yeah. after that, so she obviously her I guess the value of, of her it may be investment, but also has she helped with the retail front in terms of getting access to retailers and, and space that maybe you guys didn't have before?
1: Yeah, to be honest with you, the retailers um, were kind of in a totally backward situation. We created such a, a strong demand, the retailers started coming to us. So we <laughs> awesome. we uh, honestly because okay, so let me back up. Before I started doing this, we had a we before I started doing this a hundred percent by myself. We had done a. My mom and I had done a small test run. We got um, an opportunity to be featured uh, to, to go into Field & Stream. We were in like 10 Field & Stream stores. Um, this was like packaged version number three. So it was better but not great still. And got this it. was our first test at retail. Okay. The product went in and it sat on the shelf. It didn't sell. It, oh, it, there was not, not <laughs> enough awareness about the product. People right. didn't know what it was they thought it was another cream lesson um, another lesson so learned by small, the way
0: by the way another lesson learned for our entrepreneurs right? right you can't just put product in a, a store Correct. and assume it's going to sell keep going sorry <laughs> no
1: nope, it does not no nope. and we're this perfect example and you know especially for us we're, we're introducing a new a new concept which there's a huge education piece that needs to happen totally. so people understand what we're what our product is and what it does. Um, it's not a cream. It's a suction tool. It removes the irritant. So your body stops producing the reaction that causes the itching and swelling. You know, you're eliminating the problem at its source versus masking it over and over with cream, you know, and chemicals. So it's just a very different product. And when people hear and understand what it is, they, it's impulsive. They, they want to try it. And then we, you know, we back up our product with a hundred percent money back guarantee. Sure. Um, because we don't want people to feel like there's a risk to try it. We want to overcome the skepticism because people say it's too good to be good, you know, true, but on the contrary, we have at this point. There's, you know, we've sold millions of bug biting units. We've got over twenty thousand online reviews. There's, there's enough credibility now where, and, and history, where you know, it's it, it, it's going by itself. Right. Um, That's so amazing. offering a hundred percent money back guarantee and backing up the product is not a problem for us because you know we're confident <laughs> in it and. If it doesn't work for you, I'll take it
0: back. I just <laughs> sure. want people to get relief. That's so awesome. You know? oh, my god, I love your approach. As the volume picked up and you, yep. you know, first you moved to the backyard and then to a larger space, but it's at, at some point, I mean, you're doing such big volumes that I would say didn't your model have to evolve a bit in terms of packaging and order quantities and oh, yeah. You know, yep. how you route to market with certain retailers versus online. Like talk about how how you figured that out.
1: Sure. So when we went from shark, so after we filmed shark tank, um, obviously I knew we needed a facility. I couldn't do this out of my house. (laughs) So yet again, we moved, um, so (laughs) we moved that, that was the big move from, um, from our Loxahatchee house to Port St. Lucie. Lucie. And, um, we, yeah, we got into a facility, um, like a 5,000 square foot warehouse. And we switched all of our um, bulk product that was getting imported in um, sure. instead of hand packing everything ourselves. We switched to a co-packer. Got it. So now we have a big facility keeping up with our packaging. They also sure. help us um, with some of our retail, excuse me, our retail initiatives, um, you know, because we have different options. Floor displays, counter displays, things like that.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: And then everything kind of gets shipped to our facility here in Port St. Lucie. And then we divvy it up depending on if it's, you know, online sales, Amazon, if it needs to get shipped to a retailer, if we're drop shipping, et cetera.
0: Got it. That's so great. And so, where are you now in terms of the overall business? And like, what are the priorities as you're looking over the next like six to 12 months. I mean, uh, you had a lot of things happen in the five or six years. Are you still in that high growth mode or where are you now? And then what do you think? We are. Yeah.
1: No, we are. We're we're continuing to boom. Um we have right now um we've outgrown our facility wow. our 5,000 square foot facility. The move so again. We just secured <laughs> a second facility which is wow. two doors over. Yep. So now we're in two facilities but in the same building which is good um for the time being. So that happened um we've been able to build our team. Um we've been able to employ a lot of people that have lost their jobs to covid which is great um that makes me happy so we're up to i think we have almost 40 employees now in-house Wow. and we're yeah we have a lot of big things in the works for next year we've got some new special things releasing and launching um
0: (laughs) anything you can preview for um, us or is it gonna be something that we learn about next year
1: you will learn about it this year, uh, but let's say closer to Black Friday.
0: Okay. Time. I love it. That's great. So,
1: well, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I love but it. That's as much as I can get No there. scoop. Detail. That's okay. I love it. <laughs> but yeah. lots of fun, fun exciting things. Um, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so my brain never shuts off. And I think I that's what's that. going to make our brand uh, innovative and fun and, you know, in it for the long haul because... You know, we keep going. We keep innovating. We keep pivoting. We keep, you know, adapting to the market and the needs, and listening to our consumers. Uh,
0: that's totally. Uh, what were you mentioned? You have forty people now, or around that, on your team. Were there any yep. critical hires? You know, was there? You know, because at first it's kind of your baby, right? And you and your mom and you and your husband are yep. managing it all. Was the, Was there any early hire that was like we needed this and we didn't have it? You know, on as part of your group that that made a big difference?
1: Um, you know, I kind of, I, that's a hard question because for me, I didn't, I, if I could look back in hindsight, I might have done things a little bit differently. Um, but my, my, my mentality at the time was I, I, I filled the positions I, that I needed. I needed help with at the time, but our companies evolved so much since then. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like at the time I needed, Um, I my brain was like, okay, I need somebody in you know marketing and customer service and maybe an assistant, right, to help me. So that was my mentality at the time. But now I've got ten people just in marketing. I've got five people just in customer service. So things have evolved and changed. Um, I would say, you know, at the level we're at, my um, HR manager is a huge player for me. Sure, Um, she helps me kind of guide my next three hires. Um, we are a startup, so we're growing fast and, and growing quick. So to keep up with those that growth and all the opportunities that are coming our way, I just, I don't want to miss out. So we're just, we're, we're, we keep going.
0: Sure. I love that. <laughs> now, um, you've got a lot of entrepreneurs listening and the wannabe entrepreneurs or want entrepreneurs I don't know if that's yeah. the right word. You know, you've learned a lot <laughs> in your, gro- your growth and the experiences you've had what would be two or three pieces of advice that you would offer up to them based on your experiences thus far?
1: I would say don't be afraid to start small. I mean, I, that was the, 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 I see a lot of companies, you know, even, even people that I talk with, their immediate first thing is like, they have this great idea and they need to go get funding or they need (laughs) to go, you know, get into a Kickstarter or something. That's great. And that's, that's definitely an option and a route. And a lot of people have a lot of success, but that's not your only option. Um, I'm the proof to the, you know, the other option. I started small. Um, and, you know, for us, it's really benefited us because we've built a really strong community and that community is rooting for us. So counterfeiters and, you know, and and things that are, are you know, coming, we have our own community, you know, shutting them down on our behalf <laughs> and right. telling 10 more people about our product. So, amazing, you know, um, I would say that starting small. Um, Another critical thing that I feel like a lot of companies miss is focus on the customer's experience from website to their interaction with your brand to shipping customer service. I think that's critical. I think a lot of brands miss the mark on that and it reflects in sales because again, if you have a really happy customer, they're going to tell somebody else about your brand or your, their experience.
0: Absolutely. Um, so I Love think that. that's
1: really, you know, critical. And you know, be open to new possibilities and be gracious. You know, it's if if it's a no, I, you know, many times I've been turned down already. This was bug bite thing. <laughs> you know, to, I, you're never going to get it into retail as a one skew item. You're never oh, going to yeah. be able to All you know excuses. make money off of one skew. You're never going to be able to educate the world on a new. You know, a new way of it's just it's,
0: handling bug bites.
1: Yeah, of insect bite relief. And guess what? Next year, we we have you know international distributors lined up. Bug biting thing is going global. Wow. You know, and we're we're gonna make this a household name. And we've got a lot of strong partners that see the vision and the you know what we're trying to accomplish. And power and numbers.
0: So awesome. I'm very I mean, excited. What a cool brand. And in the worry you are now, and knowing there's so much growth, you must come back on, especially as, as yes. the growth continues. Share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, buy the product, et cetera. Sure.
1: Um, you can find us on um, bugbitething.com. You can also find us on Amazon. Um, we're the number one bestseller in insect bite release <laughs> on Amazon. So you can find us there. Um, Also, we have a store locator on the bottom of our website. So if you need quick relief and you need to go into a retail location, there's a a store locator that you can put in a zip code on the bottom of our website. I
0: love that. Kelly, it's so great having you here. I love your energy around this. And um, just the story is amazing and exciting. And I think you know, it's, it's inspiring for others that have an idea. You know, what do you do with it? And you've done something with it. So thank you so much for coming on. We absolutely want to have you back on down the road as things continue to evolve and you go global. Of so course. thanks for being here with us today.
1: It was such a pleasure. I appreciate you guys having me on.
0: The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.